What's up, fandom? I'm Josh. I'm Connor. And I'm Jaden. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about season four of Infinity Train, the final season that is currently out for Infinity Train. Uh, mm. And as of right now, of the recording of this episode, the last ever thing of Infinity Train. The train is not at this point infinite. Uh, the train has unfortunately left the station and we have no idea if it's ever coming back. Uh, but, oh, uh, let's go ahead and talk about any, any, you guys have anything in the news? Any, like, newsworthy things? I have a, an extremely nerdy uh, media news thing to talk about, it which is... is extreme nerdy media news thingy? Yeah. Uh, it's the, uh, the announcement for the uh, Green Knight movie coming out. Yes which is an adaptation on Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which yeah, is I... like, it's like this extremely, like very old English folk tale mm -hmm. that I studied in fantasy literature. Uh, to the Pearl Poet, my man, mm. writing stuff down and making up crazy stories about scarves and chopping people's heads off with, with axes. Yeah, and then that not killing people yep it's gonna be a great movie because people are gonna be like oh by the way spoilers for the green knight and we'll be like it's the story is literally like hundreds <laughs> of years old like, the story is probably a thousand years old at this point yeah it's like <laughs> you know it's like eh. yeah anyway i'm very excited the 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 english student in me is stoked especially since it looks really good yeah, like I remember, I remember them showing stuff for it back in. Um, I want to say back in October is when like we first started got glimpses of of it, and it was supposed to come out, and then like it got pushed more and more and more and more, and now it's coming out. Is it July that it's coming out? I think so. Okay. Yeah, because like I yeah. know we we get that Chris Pratt uh, sci fi movie that comes out. On Friday, is it another one? Yeah, it's it's like not, yeah, I saw something about that. Not the day after tomorrow or the Tomorrow War. <laughs> the Tomorrow War, it's something a, like that. That's a really dumb name. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, let's find out. I apologize to any of the good, honest people working on the Tomorrow Wars. Yep. Nope. It's 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 the Tomorrow War. That's. That's awful. Uh, here's here's the here's the thing. It's like the world is stunned when a group of time travelers arrive from the year 2051 to deliver an urgent message. 30 years in the future, mankind is losing a global war against the deadly alien species. The mm. hope for survival is for soldiers and civilians from the present to be transported to the future and join the fight. Among those recruited is a high school teacher and family man, Dan Forster, Chris Pratt. Mm. Determined to save the world for his young daughter, Dan teams up with a brilliant scientist, Yvonne Chartrosky. Ooh, that's not how okay. he, I, yeah. And his estranged father, J.K. Simmons, uh, in a desperate quest to rewrite the fate of the planet. So it sounds interesting. So it's a it's an analogy for the environmental crisis, except aliens, right? Not Earth, right? 
Unless it's like the mm. abyss. Never heard that one before. <laughs> Unless it's like the abyss where uh, the aliens are trying to destroy us before we destroy ourselves. Yeah. That could be a thing. I always find analogies for the environmental crisis. It's either aliens or it's zombies or like, or like nuclear fallout, you know, is a pretty big classic. But yeah. Did you guys happen to hear that Windows update that just went by on my computer? I did hear that. I, I didn't know what that was. Sorry. I was like, like I, <laughs> I know that boober to boo anywhere. <laughs> Because usually it doesn't, so I'm very confused on why it was heard. Mm. Who knows? Maybe it's a new Zoom setting that I don't know. Um, oh, uh, this Friday, uh, July 2nd, uh, we have a special episode coming out. So you're getting two episodes this week. Congrats to you guys. You guys getting two episodes. Oh my gosh. Double the content. No. Um, But I got to sit down with uh, Greg Miller, who is the uh, executive producer for um, The Mighty Ones, which is a uh, animated series that you can watch on Hulu and on the Peacock Network. Season two comes out on Thursday, July 1st. So yeah, we've got that. We got to sit down with him. We got to talk about season two. Got to talk about the show. Um, it, it's it's a really good little show. Like I like I was surprised. Like it reminded me a lot of like 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 a mix between like Gumball and I don't know something older. Yeah, it had a lot of like you know kind of mature jokes in it. And so I was like, all right, okay. Like, I, like voice cast is, is pretty solid. Um, animation looks really good. I mean, is, is really good. So I was, I was, I was like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. And then watching it, I was like, okay, this is, this is pretty good little, it's pretty good little episode. There's, there's a bit where they talk about the birds and the bees, but we don't talk <laughs> about that because it's scary. So right. yeah, <laughs> like, that's a joke for adults. I'm like, good job. Nice. Oh so, yeah, it's 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 a nice little a little show. I, I I definitely I'd say give it a give it a watch. Fun little show. Cool. Uh yeah, so that comes out. We've got that coming out on uh, Friday, so you can check that out. Yeah. Neat. All right, you guys ready to talk about our main thingamawopper? I am ready for the main yeah. thingamawopper. All right, guys, I think it's it's main thingamawopper. It's our it's our recurring segment known as the main thingamawopper. Exactly, uh, in our recurring <laughs> segment known as Infinity Trade. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's the book four of Infinity Train. What was this one called? Duet? Is that what they like titled? Uh, was that? I didn't know they had titles. I only know that there was there was titles because oh. was yeah. I don't know what the other ones it, were called. Um, yeah, I guess I it guess- is called Duet. I guess it's because it's the first time we're seeing two passengers board at the same time. Yeah. But I wonder yeah. what other seasons were called. Oh, yeah, I have that up here, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, one, two, and three. Season one was The Perennial Child. Mm. Uh, season two was Cracked Reflection. Nice. Three was Cult of the Conductor. Oh. And then four is duet. Nice. I, I, okay. I'm glad that we figured out that the, that these books had names. I'm glad that there are just last episode. 
they're just straight up establishing that the Apex are a cult. I mean, they're kind of like a cult of personality. Don't sue us. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, okay, so se- season four. Um, let's kind of just go straight into it. Spoilers, everybody. I mean, the, yeah. why why would you watch or listen to this show? Watch or listen to the show. <laughs> we don't want spoilers. Uh, doesn't make any sense to me because that's all we do here. We spoil things. Spoilers, the podcast. It basically yeah. is. Um, so, oh my gosh, that would have been a great name. We could have been spoiled tea. Where we just spoil things and then like, and then like you know throw tea on it. That would have been a fun podcast. Mm. One day, one day, one day. I I mean, I, there's probably like a, a spoiled tea where someone like you know rags on the British monarchy. I'm sure there's one of those out. I would there. love yeah. to listen to that. Yeah. Oh, can you believe Catherine of Aragon? <laughs> 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 uh, that would be a fun. That would be fun. Or just like monarchies in general, like. Mm. That be it's like do you guys remember when we killed charles the first it was great <laughs> do that more can we just get an entire podcast dedicated to criticizing the concept of hierarchy <laughs> uh, we could that'd be fun like, like right? uh, yeah oh uh, uh i don't know how many episodes you can get out of that but have like the bolshevik bi-weekly podcast where we're just talking mm. about i don't know anyway uh so- <laughs> Infinity Train season four. Uh, oh, oh, I got this. I got this, guys. All right. Okay. So uh, we got some new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our main characters now are uh, Ryan, voiced by, I'm going to butcher names, guys. Get ready. Um, Sakai Murashigi. I'm going to take a stab that I got that right. Uh, Murashige? Yeah. I feel like if it's an E, then it'd be Murashige. That makes sense. Yeah, but it's also like, I mean, not not sorry. Wow, it's also like uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure. It out. Uh, yeah. uh, and then we have uh, Mingji uh, as uh, Johnny Young, mm-hmm. or sorry, Johnny Young as Mingji. That would be weird if it's yeah. yeah. Um, then we also have Kez, voiced by Minty Lewis, um, okay. and, and just kind of uh, rounding out the the cast. We have uh, Morgan the Castle as Margaret Cho. Um, Amelia again, Lena Hetty, and coming back as the best character in the entire series as the cat, we have the incomparable Kate Mulgrew. Okay, but I want to offer up a AK- an honorable mention specifically for this uh, season. Uh, Pig Baby as voiced by J.K. Simmons. <laughs> He, it that's oh my god kind of like a callback because we talked about jk simmons earlier in this episode no tomorrow wars wow. i had no idea that was him that is how would you have known <laughs> he really dives into the work yeah he's a method actor mm. <laughs> um oh yeah i guess we can uh here let me see if i can go back in uh I mean, we we do have some other some other people that do kind of come back. Uh, we have. Yeah. What about the cow? Who voices the little uh, oh. Audrey cow dreamer? Wasilewski. Yeah. Wasilewski. Wasilewski. Yeah. 
and uh, Margot Martindale as Judge Morpho. Hmm. That name sounds familiar. Yeah. Hmm. It's a fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. I guess we don't have like the. Oh, I, I guess that's just Carrie Walgren. Yeah. As uh, one of the uh, the parka alien. Yeah. Two of the three. Yeah. With the other one being Keith Ferguson. Uh, yeah. So get a good get a good cast this season. I do like that we had. Uh, or, and again, it's kind of like the main feature of this season is you've got two. Uh, what do you passengers. Call I was like, what do you call someone that's on a train? Uh, <laughs> you've got two passengers on this train. Um, and it kind of goes about what I was talking about last season. Like, we have a denizen kind of like that is almost like a, like not really a sign, but like a denizen that is with our passengers for pretty much the entirety of their time. Yeah. That one, you know, is our little like ding ding bell. Yeah. Which it's interesting because, like, um, you know, unlike, unlike season three, you know, um, or maybe this is true, but, uh, season three, you didn't really feel like the, the companion had much much of an arc whether you can debate that like simon and grace were each other's denizens or if it was supposed to be samantha the cat um but it was interesting to see that like kez had their own their own sort of issues to work out mm -hmm. um that somewhat like reflected the issues that the two boys had it's very much yeah. all three of them were going on this journey. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't really feel like that in like in like season one. Like one one is is trying to get home. He's like he's very much like Dr. Sam Beckett. Um that's a quantum leap reference, kids. Um wow. yeah. <laughs> Good luck watching that. It's from the eighties. Um so yeah, so you see he's trying to get home and then Atticus is just I'm gonna go with you know, tulip, you know, like sure she, you know, gets home and stuff. So it's like yeah. oh, that kind of. Um, sorry, there it goes again. I don't know there how it to, is the blue bitty blue. I don't know how to make that stop. I apologize. I'll figure it out by next episode. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, and like well, so season two we kind of get that because I mean like, and I guess if you consider Lake like a denizen. No, I feel like Lake was more of the protagonist of I their season than Jesse was. She is a denizen, but she's also a protagonist. Yeah. And so it's like a yeah. weird type of type of thing there. Um but I do I do like that. Uh because I mean she's with a uh, oh I forgot his name. Wasn't it Jesse? Jesse, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, because it's like, and then you have whatever Alan Dracula was, which is just like, just a there. Deer. God, <laughs> deer. yeah, a little bit of a MacGyver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, but th then you then you go into uh, book three uh, with Grace, and you're just like, oh, yep, just there, just kind of. Yeah. 
Like we're here, but we're not like really here. I mean, not Grace. Uh, uh, what's the girl's name? Hazel. Hazel. It's like yeah, kind of like that Denison, but then I guess uh, Tuba's also like a Denison, but it's like they 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 both kind of like go their separate ways, like before the last episode. So yeah, it's a weird thing. They also didn't really like have anything that they needed to like really work out. They were just kind of there for each other on a journey. Yeah. Which I, I liked. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, we were talking about it a little bit beforehand, but you guys didn't really care for Tess too much. Uh, yeah. I, I liked her. I thought she was, I could see what they were doing with her character and kind of like what, what the humor for her character was supposed to be. And sometimes it hit and it was silly and fun. Um, other times it was just kind of annoying. Yeah, like she reminded me a lot of one one. A little bit. I didn't think so. Like I mean personality wise, not so much, but you know what I mean? Just kind of being like, Yeah, I can you know, I'll just do whatever I want type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. The vibe I was getting from her. Yeah. But there's something about one one that I found a little bit more endearing because there's two sides to him. You have one like one the never, release. Yeah. yeah. One one never had to like choose whether to confront his problems or put his friends in danger yeah this is fair right. he was just there to make his little quips in between yeah. make, make his little quips and quips be sad one for a few seconds say something dark but funny mm-hmm. uh, okay i I've, I've been kind of beating around the bush with it because i was trying <laughs> to extend the episode i did not particularly care too much for this season Neither did I. This, of all of them, is my least favorite season. Yeah. For me, not so much. I still enjoyed the season, but I, I mentioned before that I feel like the reason why most people might feel like it hit different was because they were told to not make it as dark, quote-unquote, as previous seasons. Right. So I feel like in, in toning it down and mellowing it out a little bit, it, it didn't hit quite the same as the previous one so it wasn't as yeah. impactful but yeah i still i still think it was you know story wise and character development wise it's still good it just wasn't the same tone i guess it was a little lighter yeah. than the previous one well the thing is like personally when i look for like when i when i get into animated series it's usually because like it may have this sort of like you know bright colorful appearance to it but what what actually like brings me to want to watch the show is if like beneath the colorful appearance there's some like really serious kind of dark stuff going on and i just didn't feel like that was happening yeah. in this season like to me and like i i hate calling like saying saying this like for you know movie like movies and like tv and stuff like that it's like it wasn't very interesting like i'm going to try and stay away from like the term boring um right but there wasn't a lot to keep my attention like i sleep in the ninth episode like and and for something that is bingeable at like an hour and a half yeah, being asleep for ten minutes of an hour and a half, it, it to me is not a good sign. Especially considering, like, all three other seasons, 
like I've been very much engaged in every episode. Yeah, like I can I can tell you the names of these characters. I mean, again, I just I did just watch it today. But I mean, I can tell you the names and I can tell you, you know, like basically what happened. But I don't know, it was just angst. Like the majority of this is mm. like angst between Minji and uh I say I remembered their names and I forgot. Ryan. Ryan. Um, yeah. So wow, that, that's how much that that stuck. Um, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, uh, uh, I never remember character names, regardless of how much I liked the show or not. I'm I just, I always, I'm always gonna remember. Late. Oh, sure. That one's just like why? Like, yeah. it could have been so much better. It's like you could have been, you could have been River. Like that mm. would be a better name. Cause I mean, like that actually sounds like a real name. <laughs> but but you can't get a reflection in a river. It's true because it's constantly moving and rippling yeah. and stuff. Yeah. No, if you dam up a river, it doesn't turn into a lake. It just right. turns into a dam, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, We're not here to. I'm not. I'm not a, an expert. I'm not here to talk about moving bodies of water <laughs> and classification of such. Yeah, uh, I mean, she could have been tributary. Uh, <laughs> this episode of What's Up Fandom is sponsored by Wild Bill Soda. Summertime is upon us, so why not beat the heat with some delicious craft sodas? Wild Bills has been creating unique old-fashioned sodas since 2002. Try some of their classic flavors like Rocky Mountain Root Beer, Gatling Gun Grape, Six Shooter Sarsaparilla, Bucking Birch Beer, and Blazing Black Cherry. Or taste some of their newest additions like Strawberry Cream, Blackberry, or Dr. Bills. Head over to drinkwildbills.com and use code FANDOM10 at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. You can also click the link in the description and get your starter pack today. So grab yourself a nice cold soda and support the podcast. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, it, it. I don't know. It, this this season just didn't. It all the angst. I'm like, I don't know. Like, and there wasn't any. Like, at least in the the other seasons, there are bits that are funny, and yeah. I don't, it just that just wasn't here. This this season i don't know mm. like mm. i know and and that may have been what Jaden was saying where they've you know had to change some stuff around and not make it as dark but yeah i mean like season two was it was pretty dark but it still told a good story yeah and it had its comedic yeah. point so yeah exactly i mean i i guess the darkest thing that we had this this season was the hands uh, the hand yeah, hand. the monster in the museum. Probably should. <laughs> um, yeah, there was never was like there was never like a moment in the season that made me go like, "Holy crap!" They really, they really decided to do that with the story, which has also happened in I'm pretty sure all three other seasons like season one i went a little i went oh crap when they killed off atticus um and then season two i'm trying to oh yeah when when uh 
when Lake tries going through the portal and it just doesn't happen. Like that's a big, like serious, like, oh, I don't know what they're going to do about this kind of moment. And then obviously season three was Tuba. Um, I mean, I thought they, I thought they were going to kill off uh, um, the, the judge, like in that first yeah. episode. I was like, oh, gee. Yeah, there was, it felt like there was going to be a lot of like, we killed this person. We're just going to keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then it comes. Then the judge comes back, and then like yeah. rocketed at the end of the episode, and I was just like, "Weird, all right, sure." Fine. Yeah, I think that has to do with the whole like, "Let's make it less dark" thing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, think the it's whole like, their fault. Yeah, but even though this wasn't like a an oh shit moment, but um, in the very first episode. I thought the introduction to the characters was fantastic when they did the split yeah. screen showing what was happening between the two of them simultaneously. That was, I really liked that sequence. I yeah. thought that was a really nice way to open it up. Yeah, I did like, I did like that you kind of, I didn't really, I wasn't really like on the side of either character. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really, I didn't like hate either of them, but like I could see where that where both of them needed to grow, and I could also see like the lessons that one could learn from the other. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you just didn't relate to them as much. Could it be that? Maybe. I mean, I'm definitely more on this. Like, I I lean more towards the side of I guess Minji is the rock star, right? No, Ryan is. Oh, Ryan was? Okay. Well, I lean towards the side of, like, Ryan in the sense of, like, I'm just trying to make my dreams come true, and he's Mm -hmm. a little bit more spontaneous and impatient. I'm not as impatient, but (laughs) I'm not the kind of person that can just go to school for finance. Or just do what their parents expect them to do. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah. Same. Um. But I did like, um, I did like the episode where, um, and I, I like it in the sense that it actually made me feel feelings. Uh, the whole episode where um, Minji has basically decided, like, has basically like concluded that Ryan is the entire reason that they're on the train. And so all they need to do is work out Ryan's issues. Oh uh, yeah, he was like projecting, kind uh, of yeah. like not not acknowledging that he also is. Yeah, a part of the I problem. really liked that episode. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a that was a very. I'm glad that they kind of explored that dynamic. On top of that, too, not only did he not see himself as the one that was the problem, but we, as the audience, see Ryan's numbers go down. When yeah, Minji's warrant. Yeah, like, Ryan Ooh. was growing, and but like, but it wasn't getting like. Minji wasn't being encouraging at all. Yeah, he was. He was just being very like condescending and patronizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. Okay. There were some bits that I thought were good. I do like how the first episode is. We're not even on the train. Yeah. Like I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then we also get 
what like the longest epilogue that we've had in the show i think yeah because i mean with tulip it, it like kind of goes back to her you know being like all right coming down to go to Oshkosh again yeah. and then with lake and uh uh jesse we have like jesse maybe like maybe a minute maybe yeah. I think it's been pretty half and half because with Tulip, we also start off not on the train. We see her situation with her parents. For like a full episode, though. That's true. She gets on like halfway through. So, like, it, yeah. I, so I feel like we get a lot more time, you know, with these characters in the real world or in like the current world than we do with really anybody else. Because like we have that whole first episode with these two um, before they even get on the train. And then at the end, like, we actually see them kind of, like, doing something more. Because, I mean, like, with Tulip, I mean, yeah, she she goes she goes to Coder Camp. That's kind of, like, where it ends yeah. her. Mm. Yeah. And I guess coping with her parents' divorce in, in a healthy way. Like, she comes yeah. back. That was one of the problems she had to work through. But I also feel like um, the the things that, that the the two guys had to work through like in order to show that things had had been resolved or at least were resolved were in the process of resolving like as they go on about their lives you kind of have to show more of like that long-term shift Mm -hmm. especially since their their problems were such a long time coming yeah yeah because they've known each other their whole lives, basically, like their childhood best yeah. friends. So they have a lot was, of history. I was honestly expecting, I was really expecting uh, the way the way that it went would be for, uh, for like Minji to like run away from that first gig and then immediately find the train. That's kind of what I was thinking was going to was going to happen. Like he's already on the train and then when um Ryan comes out, he goes and he also sees the train. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a different an interesting interpretation, like a different take yeah. on it. But I did I did think it was a cool a cool choice that they were like, okay, this is a this was a big choice, but there's more to it. Yeah. Like this is a these are problems that have spanned like years. I do want to know what a toque is. A toque? A what? A toque. Yeah. It's like a woolen a woolen cap. It's like a winter hat. Okay. I just, oh, like the ones with the little raccoon tail. Yeah, on that's just it's okay. just that's just the Canadian term. For oh, okay. The hat that you wear in winter. Good thing we had a Canadian on this episode because that was. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked about any of the Canadian stuff, but I did want to say that I very much appreciated that the two main characters were a couple of guys from British Columbia. Shout out to BC. I also like that uh, Kez is eating uh, ketchup chips. Yeah, which yeah. are a uniquely Canadian product. Just like all dress chips. Yeah. I think all dressed are objectively superior. They have like the ones, at least the ones that I've had, had so much vinegar in it. Like it was like yeah. it like gets you right here. You know what I mean? Like when it gets you like right in like the yeah. back of your jaw. That's when yeah. you're like, Ooh, those if are- you 
if, if you're listening and you enjoy yourself some ketchup chips, that's fine. We just can't be friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Over here. Like, yeah. if, if you're listening and you enjoy yourself some uh, Fisherman's Friends just as a snack, <laughs> you're, you're just munching down on some Fisherman's Friends. <laughs> what Jason does, he just munches down on Fisherman's what? Friends. And I'm okay. like, you're insane. But he's, a, but he's a professional voice actor. Yeah, but that doesn't make it right. It doesn't yeah. make it entirely not weird but it makes it make more sense here's the thing though it's not like the flavored kind it's not like the apple or the cherry one. everything is flavored no this is like original like original fisherman's friend just because they weren't going for a specific flavor does not mean it doesn't have a flavor yeah the flavor is terrible sure the flavor what are those friends fisherman's friends are like a throat lozenge it's like straight menthol. That's basically what it is. Like, yeah, it's the kind of thing that you that you get when you've got a sore throat or something. Okay. Think of the worst throat lodgings that you've ever had. Something that that just tastes like medicine. Yeah. It doesn't have any sort of flavor to it. Nothing. Unless you get the flavored ones. The one that the one that I was sent did not. Mm. So. Yeah, just like regular fisherman's friends. Yeah. Original. They look like hard candies. Yeah, but Oh, so they're like cough drops kind of. It has the kind color of, yeah. of fish food. Like a gray, <laughs> like gray brown. And you're like, I'm supposed to eat this. This is already going to be bad. Yeah. And it's right up there. It's like right up there with Buckley's. It sucks, but it works. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. Jason and uh, uh, Tom made me eat those. Terrible, terrible, nice. gross. Um, but yeah. So uh, anyway, have any have any <laughs> final thoughts on the on this season of uh, Infinity Train? Yeah. Um, I guess a more unpopular opinion. I know you guys said that this wasn't wasn't your most favorite season but from what i've seen in like fan art and social media and i guess how the fandom has received it i feel like a lot of people liked it because of i guess a lot of people shipped these two (laughs) or they were hoping that there would be something more and i guess that's why some people are a fan of the angst because of the i guess the the ones that that shipped these two but your own Um, head cannon doesn't make something good it just means that you have better ideas for it. Well, that's what fan art and fan fiction exactly. and imagination is for, so your ideas can live on in the show that unfortunately got the plug pulled too soon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't mind it. I, like I said, I, yeah. I still stand by book two being my favorite, but I wouldn't yeah. say I necessarily like dislike this season. I still enjoy it. I mean, if we're going to talk yeah. about ships, I would ship both of them with the bell before. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, One of them. I ship Minji with bell with, with, with Kez. I agree. Kez? Yeah. I agree. Like all of them. Yeah. That's, that's my. Why are her kisses warm? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> so weird. Like when they leave, and I'm like, there it is. For a second there, yeah. For a moment, I was I actually wondered if there was gonna be something there. 
And then she referred to herself as Mama Kez. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is... <laughs> nah. This is not she was happening. kind of like that that guardian type figure too. Um, what was the character's name again? That was McCastle. Jeffrey or something. Jeffrey, yeah. I think it's Jeffrey. Yeah. Jeffrey Morgan. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, what, yeah. any, any other final thoughts? Nah. <laughs> nah, we're done. It was all right. Like, again, it's like kind of like, kind of like Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, even a bad season of Infinity's Train. It's still like a pretty good season of TV. Was there a bad well, season of Avatar? There was. I mean, there were the the one where where they were like arguing between the two warring families. That's a, that's an that's an episode. Right. Sure. Sure. I'm not saying like I'm not saying that Avatar has a bad season. I mean, I'm just saying that's essentially what you said. So. Sure. I'm just calling you out on it. Right. <laughs> well, I guess on the note of what we like and don't like, even though you guys didn't enjoy this season as much, is there one thing that you did like about it? Maybe a particular scene or a particular episode? At least something positive out of it <laughs> that you have as a takeaway. I liked the uh, the astronaut car. I was just again, about to bring that up too because again, that was my favorite I did, part. Yeah, I did like the the dynamic of like Ryan's actually working through his program through his problems, and Minji is just being condescending. You could um, see he's being kind of Minji. Minji's <laughs> being cringy. There you go, cringy Minji. You go. That's probably what cringy Minji. <laughs> I like that. Hashtag Minch cringe. <laughs> uh get that trending. <laughs> um yeah, uh I don't know. There's gotta be something, Josh. There's gotta be something nice you could say about I like, these. <laughs> I like the first time that uh we meet Kez and she's kinda like I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I guess. <laughs> The bell was my favorite character. You guys got was... on the bell. I liked the bell. Bell nice. best. <laughs> best bell that we've ever had. Disney, Good bell. get out of here. <laughs> get out. Top notch bell content. Bell, like, <laughs> bell, best bell. <laughs> also, like when you know when Bell just kind of like sits on, sits yeah, on that was cute. and like you know nuzzles. I'm like cute bell, best bell. No. Bell. Bell. and and then bell has to stay and i don't know we'll never see bell again which hurts me because josh like bell mm. no i also just remembered a random detail when they showed like those bug people i think the grasshopper one had his feet backwards which i thought was a nice oh, little no. detail yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> down Pick the cage up. He's like, ah, 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 you did. <laughs> I thought that was a nice little detail. Yeah. I also did like the fact that this is a you know branching off of Best Bell. 
at the very end of the season, they finally got to find out if Kez actually rings. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> Just like the dramatic approach to the little yeah. And she just looked very like, yeah, yeah, I, I ring. I'm a bell. Yeah. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> Good bell. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. We're gonna be doing more streaming stuff. Maybe we'll stream these. Ooh, I'd be down. Maybe we, maybe we can start streaming these. I'll have to figure out how to do that. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. something like that happens. I could, I can uh, open up my little game library. If you're ever like streaming, like I don't know. If, Ooh, if you'll ever I know be something. streaming at the same time as me, but I know something really fun that we can do that could potentially be engaging for a Twitch stream. Um, I have Drawful. Drawful is a really fun game. Mm. I think is I think my favorite Jackbox game would probably be um, crap. What's the one where you in where you oh talking points? Talking where you like fun. Where you you improvise a PowerPoint presentation? I've never heard of that one actually. It's so much fun. Uh, <laughs> that the one where you sell stuff. Like well, the, no, there's you're the- not necessarily selling anything. It's just you and another person. Just like in the moment, throwing together a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, okay, there, there's another one where it's like, it's like a, it's like a Shark Tank type of thing, where yeah. you basically you all put in like these different little things that everyone's supposed to sell, and then like you get yeah. chosen one, and then you're like, okay, so I have to try and sell this. So you yeah. put the picture, you or uh, you have to create the picture, you have to come up with a tagline for it, and come yeah. up with like a description of what it is. And yeah. try and have to sell it to everybody. Um, I very very fun. There's a there's like a like a non Jackbox version of that. That's, it's basically just an improv game called Snake Oil. Um, yeah. It's very fun. You just you pull you get like a random word generator. You get two random words, and you have to turn it into a product. Hmm. Yeah, that was really fun. That would be fun. We need to play some Phasma too. Phasmophobia. We could do some Phasmophobia. Some good old ghost hunting. We could do some ghost hunting in the great out. The great. Oh, yeah. the, the great white north is, great... has got lots of spooky ghosty goose. There's only ghosts that live in uh, in the Nunavut. That's only where it's where all the ghosts are in here's, Canada. Here's the thing right now is the, the accent that we're doing right now. It's not a Canadian accent. A That's Canadian. a Minnesotan <laughs> accent. <laughs> United States. That is exactly where that is. Yeah. For a Canadian accent, you got to go a little bit lower down, lower down there. And you actually you actually just got to make sure that everything is like a little bit rounded. You don't want to open your mouth too much. All right, Connor. Connor, okay. Connor, Connor, Connor. Thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just going to sneak right past you there, but. <laughs> Uh, just watch a bunch of Letter Kenny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Letter Kenny. Uh, oh my gosh. We could do that and someone could be uh, uh, McMurray. For sure. Talk like, uh, talk like the, uh, the old time there. Uh. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't know. Like, I guess you got to put like something in your mouth to like help with the dip because like I can't like 
you have to have something there. Like a like a Marlon Brando like mouth stuffing sort of thing. Something. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, for all of our fans that love uh, Infinity Train, definitely go check out Legends. Me, it's the same thing, exact same thing. It's on Hulu. Check it out. Um, there's dogs. There's literally a dog in almost every single episode. If that doesn't sell you on it, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And are you ready for this one? Sometimes they're puppies. Whoa. Yeah. Sometimes they're puppy dogs. Dang. Right? Now, you were hunting ghosts out with your pals the other day. Like, yeah, it'd be fun. See, nice. this would be great. We could we could literally be ghost hunters in in Letterkenny. I would outside, be so down. Outside of Alberta. Uh, I, that would be that would be fun. A couple of hosers going ghost hunting there. <laughs> oh my gosh. If we could do like I wanna have like either like a Jonesy or a Riley try and like fight a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Hold my spitter, I gotta go. Oh, could you imagine? Uh we can't we can't do anything that he says, but could you imagine like uh Shorzy ghost hunting? Good lord. That'd be fun. <laughs> Like, hey, ghost, give me a tug. You know, that'd be that'd be great. Oh no. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Anyway, so where can everybody find you guys social media wise? Uh, I am on bloody Twitter as oh wait, uh, it's over there. I, no, wait, I, okay. Uh, at Connor Teeson, also at Talanky Guy for Talanky Guy ninety six for Twitter and Instagram, as well as TikTok. Uh, and then I'm on YouTube and Twitch as Tall Lanky Guy. Nice. Jay Hayden? Yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram and Twitter. My handle on all of social media platforms is Pixel Latte with two I's and two T's. And yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter or What's Up Fandom PC for podcasts. All of our episodes available, iTunes, Stitcher, Poppy, and Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Uh, we're going to get a streaming schedule up soon. So, because I want to start doing it like, I don't, I'm not going to do it like every single day. And I'm not going to do it for like a long period of time. I think like yeah. two hours. Yeah, two hours is a good like top for me. There'll yeah. be somewhere it's like an hour. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We did good. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get one of those up, and yeah, we'll have we'll have guests on. Um, we have a lot of people in in the biz that we can bring on for stuff. Uh, we mm. just had that one with uh, Max Brawlier from The Last Kids on Earth. That was a fun little stream. We'll do more stuff like that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll do stuff. We'll do stuff with the podcast crew on things like that. See, what we could do then is then we could do like watch along things where we do like. Yeah. Watch a show with you, or let's watch a movie Ooh. with you guys. I'll tell you guys, all right, everybody start your thing now. Yeah. And then we'll watch with you, and then we can have popcorn, pop during it. It'll be great. I don't know what that stuff is like for like copyright strikes or anything, well, I, but as long as we're not playing it, as long as we're not playing the movie, we're oh, okay. sure. So it's like, it's, yeah. you know, it's a watch. It's kind of like a live reaction sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So we yeah. get away with it so they can listen to our terrible voices interrupt Jurassic Park. Yes. <laughs> so that's basically what that'll be. Yeah. Uh, thanks to One Out of Ten for the intro and outro for this episode, and thanks to our sponsor. 
Wild Bills. Uh, be sure and go to their site, drinkwildbills.com. Get yourself some delicious craft soda. Use the code FANDOM10 at checkout. Get 10% off. Um, yeah. We've got new stuff coming up on the uh, on on YouTube, so we had a little bit of a delay with getting some of our stuff uh, uploaded, but that is all coming back now. So check that out, so you can get the the video versions, so you can see our lovely faces. Oh, you can see all of the sweat that is dripping can, off of me. You can right see now. what the effects of the Vancouver like, heat wave. Look at this sheen. Look at the sheen on my face. It's insane. It's- it's so hot here, it's affecting Josh in Oklahoma. That is how Vancouver <laughs> is. Um, yeah, uh, fun, fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, well, we've, we've got that stuff. Uh, yeah, it, it, we've got stuff's coming. We have I, things. Yeah, I think, oh yeah, and check out uh, this Friday, the episode that we did with uh, Greg Miller um, for The Mighty Ones. Check out The Mighty Ones. Guys, I think you would like The Mighty Ones. If you guys have access to either Hulu or the Peacock Network, give it a shot there it's the same type of thing like uh it's it's all episodic so none of it is you know anything they're all 11 minute episodes same. really easy watch um Ooh. and it's pretty funny it's got uh let's see let's see if i can remember people um you guys watch silicon valley I've, i know of some people from it well uh josh brenner who played big head in silicon valley he's he's in it um others don't worry about it never mind just nice you know, I, I try to try to talk about silicon it's valley okay. it's okay just know you'll get the next one josh things that i like all right so uh i think i think we're good to wrap it up here today guys yeah uh so this is a light gray shirt everything below this is dark gray that's how that is how <laughs> right now oh no so, yeah um that is why we were black. <laughs> I, I was like, well, I, I was, I was going to put the AC on, like run it for an hour upstairs so it's a little bit better. Um, but that, that didn't work. All right, guys. Uh, so uh, for uh, What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. I'm Connor. And I'm Jaden. Bye. Have a good night. <laughs>